0: I love anything Cozy. And specifically, I want to talk about Cozy, the North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, high quality products, super fast delivery, and easy assembly. Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals. So if you want to get something for your living room, but you're not sure if you just want a sofa, a love seat, or if you want a sectional, they have all of it and they are uh, made to adapt to your space. This means Customers can add seats to their sofas over time. So if they get one thing, you can always add to it in the future. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, some wall shelving. I have a credenza from there, as well as uh, they have TV stands, accessories. I also have a rug from there that I love because it's washable. I can throw it in. Uh, And everything's designed with purpose. So when designing its furniture, Cozy focuses on the customer experience to make sure it offers a product that's super easy, like I said, elegant and durable, easy to assemble, I should say. And uh, the products will fit the person's needs. You can also get outdoor sofas and coffee tables. And so it's not just indoor. And uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level. So you can check that out. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com to start customizing your furniture. Hello and welcome to an Everything Iconic Pop Dive with me Danny Pellegrino where my guests and I deep dive into iconic pop culture touchstones. Today we are diving into the 1998 iconic film Practical Magic, starring Queen Sandra Bullock and Queen Nicole Kidman. The film is based on the 1995 book by Alice Hoffman. Practical Magic grossed 68 million dollars, a low sum compared to its reported 75 million dollar budget. But the film has endured the test of time through repeat viewings during the Halloween seasons. I invited friend and host of the Brown-Eyed Junicorn podcast, Hannah Brown, over to discuss the legacy of the film, favorite Nicole and Sandy performances, and so much more. This is an Everything Iconic Halloween pop dive into practical magic.
1: The Owen sisters are two beautiful witches. Woo!
0: Hang on to your husbands, girls. With one wicked problem. She has the worst taste in men. Any man they fall for falls victim to a deadly
1: curse. Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is bound to end up six feet under. And as hard as they try. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> they
1: can't keep their love.
0: I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Look out. Alive. It was an accident. It was fate. It was a curse, it was
1: Detective
0: Is he cute? In a very penal code sort of way. Yeah.
1: Is looking for answers. Did you or your sister kill James yes. Angelo? Oh, yeah. But the only kind of magic.
0: You just look familiar.
1: We never met before. I remembered it, we had. That can break the evil spell. What would you do, Joey? What wouldn't I do for the right guy? Is the magic of two people.
0: Magic isn't just spells
1: and potions. Who discover the power.
0: what I'm saying? Of Brown, of true love. Practical magic. Okay, guys, I'm here with Hannah Brown. Hannah, how are you? Good.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank
0: you for coming. You host a show called Brown Eyed Unicorn.
1: Unicorn, unicorn, yeah.
0: unicorn. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about it.
1: Well, it's also pop culture based. Right. I'm the brown eyed unicorn. Okay. And actually, the name is slightly inspired by Lexi Dina Manzo's daughter. <gasps> her blog called Boho Chicken. I was like, <gasps> I like the idea of like an adjective and then like an animal. Right, right, right. And then I was like, I'm the brown eyed unicorn.
0: I love it. We met at the Sexy Unique Podcast Live Show. Yes. And, of course, hosted by Laura Marie, and we love Laura Marie. Love her. And uh, you said we need to do a pop dive. Yes. And I think we've been going back and forth about, like, ideas for a pop dive. So many ideas. And then Halloween was coming up, and it was the perfect opportunity to do practical magic.
1: Fucking genius on your end. (laughs) Am I allowed to swear?
0: Oh, you can. Fuck yes, please. Yay! Say all the words you want. Great. <laughs> uh, I uh, love Halloween. Obviously, as you can tell, my kitchen table, everything's like decorated like a haunted fucking house. Oh, it's so tasteful. <laughs> Except it, it, we're recording this in September. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, do you remember the first time that you saw Practical Magic?
1: Yes. I was little explain I saw it in the theater like with my mom because my mom was always into like spiritual witchy but like chick flicks
0: (laughs) sure sure so this was
1: like right up her alley and I saw it like when it came out what year did it come out 98 98 okay so I was young I was like seven and I remember I was so scared of Jimmy Angelo
0: Oh my God! Yes, he's scary. He's
1: and I rewatched it last week, and I was like, "He's still pretty scary." Right, right, right. Because they put that effect on his eyes when he comes back from the dead, and they're like really glassy.
0: Right, the CGI or effects or whatever are, are crazy. Yeah, you know, I was just looking on my phone because somebody DM'd me. I did a poll on my Instagram, like, "What's better, Hocus Pocus or Practical Magic?" Mm-hmm. And Hocus Pocus won, which I had expected, of course. Yeah. But there, I got a lot of DMs from. Practical Magic stands like myself, yourself, yeah, yeah. And then also somebody who is a witch. She wrote me and she said I was trying to find the message, but I can't find it. But she wrote me and said the portrayal of witches in Practical Magic was life affirming. And she also said that uh, the uh, the two women, Sally and Jillian, Mm -hmm. they would have had lit. Instagrams cuz they would have been into tarot and stuff.
1: Totally. <laughs> so
0: I thought that was interesting.
1: That's so true. They could have like charged all the like towny women to like like for tarot readings.
0: <laughs> yes. Now I saw Practical Magic like after it came out on video DVD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I first time I saw it liked it okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I liked it okay. Mm-hmm. Second time I saw it liked it more. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm on you know <laughs> like the 98th showing or something. <laughs> and I now I just like fully embrace it. And I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. And I feel like the first time you watch it, the tone is a little weird, right?
1: You don't know what to expect.
0: Totally. You're
1: like, is it a chick flick? Is it a horror film? Is it a family romance. film? A romance.
0: And it's so, the tone is all over the place. But then once you embrace the sort of quirkiness of it, it's fantastic. And I do think, I feel like Hocus Pocus is a movie for your child self to love totally did you like hocus pocus
1: i loved it although i do feel like kind of an idiot because it like i was it was like last year when i was like oh it's thackeray and not zachary things
0: (laughs) yeah it's thackeray and i was like
1: why would you give like a disney character such a confusing name when this movie is for the children
0: yeah i mean there's like a lot of weird sex stuff and (laughs) hocus pocus it's like what's happening
1: and also, like, how fucking terrifying that your parents go to a Halloween party and then they, like, maybe get, like, hypnotized and, like, die. <laughs>
0: like, but also, it's all very unclear. It's like, was the whole town at that one party?
1: Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot going on in that town. Yeah, it was like the
0: whole, every adult was at that party, and they all got hypnotized by Bette Midler singing. Right. Which, uh, we've all been there.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. We've all been hypnotized by Bette, but I feel like I would be safe because I, I only do house parties for Halloween. I don't go out in public.
0: Totally. Do you have a favorite Halloween costume?
1: That I've ever had? Yeah. Oh my God. I like, I'm sorry to be annoying. I'm really good at like, doing the like inventive Halloween thing that's not annoying at all oh my god thank you I never buy a costume although this year I really want to do like a cosplay like Wonder Woman type thing because I'm my boyfriend's kind of a nerd and I want to just like awaken that side of him yeah
0: I like that um
1: thank you um but one year I was Abigail Breslin from Little Miss Sunshine for (laughs) Halloween (laughs) and it was in college I'll show you a picture when we're done recording it was really well executed oh and last year I was sheriff circa if I could turn back time
0: oh my god Hannah you're speaking my language oh
1: my god well did you ever go to side Track in chicago when oh you my god a
0: hundred i love sidetrack so much yes
1: it's my all-time favorite bar
0: mine too hannah oh uh, my god it's my all-time favorite bar too uh, they used to do a comedy night there did you like, perform no 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 it was like a comedy <laughs> it wasn't performing it was like on the tv screens oh, like they yeah, would yeah. do like clips from will and grace and snl like they would just do a complete compilation i used to go and it was my favorite night on the town in chicago like and i would go alone because i was I, closeted most of the time i lived in chicago but i would go to sidetracks
1: you, we have to go back. I would go oh, every Monday for Musical Mondays. My favorite. It was the
0: best. I also I slept with one of the bartenders there.
1: There are a lot of sexy bartenders there. <laughs> so good for you.
0: I know. I was really proud of that.
1: Oh, my God. I was really <laughs> proud of my share costume because everyone at Sidetrack was like, can I get a picture with you? Sure. And I was like, you know most of my gay friends take both Halloween and share very seriously. So if if they're excited about it, I feel like I did something right.
0: Totally. Totally. Okay. We have to go through this movie. So we're going to kind of like loosely go through the movie and then we're going to get sidetracked along the way. Yeah. So the movie stars Queen Nicole Kidman and Queen Sandra Bullock. Uh. Who do you like better? <laughs> Who do you like better? <laughs> Out of like the actors or the characters? <laughs> Let's say actors, though.
1: Um, oh, God, that's really hard. I, in this movie, specifically Nicole.
0: Mm, yeah, because she she's had, a little looser.
1: She had her old face. Yeah, her yeah. hair was like, just like those like swoopy bangs and like the 70s layers. And yeah, and she's kind of like the bad girl.
0: You know, I watched it with Matt, my boyfriend. And last night, he came in the room like halfway through watching it. And mm. he was like, wow, Nicole. Is really good playing opposite a, a woman.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: said, "You know, she's she. Nicole is always great acting mm-hmm. wise, but I feel like she really does shine when she's opposite women.
1: Yes, like
0: there's something I don't know. It's like electric.
1: Yeah, and their their like sisterhood was so believable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so good. That was what I think I came out with. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I. What is the word I'm looking for? That's what." Touched me the most about this movie was The Sisterhood. Mm -hmm. It was great. So we open with the women, and the Owens women have a curse on any man they love. And then when they hear the sound of the Death Watch beetle, the man they love is doomed to die. Their mother died of a broken heart. The two girls go to live with their aunts. I love the aunts, too, by the way. Oh, my God. Stockard Channing and Diane Wiest.
1: Like... How much? I bet they were like, we'll do this movie for free. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need to pay us.
0: Well, they need to pay Diane Weist. Have you heard that story about how she was, like, poor for a while?
1: No. She.
0: <laughs> how did J.K. Like, it wasn't in 98 when this movie was made, but it was recent. Like, Diane Weiss came and said, like, she couldn't pay her rent or something. I don't remember the details of the story, but it was, there was something where Diane couldn't book a, a job. And she's Diane fucking Weiss. It's like, right. give her a gig. And then somebody did give her a gig. It was after In Treatment. Do you remember that show? Oh my god, that's HBO? like my
1: dad's favorite show.
0: Wait, was that the show? There was like a couple HBO shows that I mixed up. Was that the show where they showed a lot of nudity and like it was couples? Oh. What am I thinking? <laughs> Do you know what I'm Game of about? Thrones. No, no, I don't know.
1: Um, no, In Treatment was with um, Gabriel Byrne as like a shrink and Mia okay. Wasikowska or whatever her name was like started on that show.
0: Did you watch that show?
1: no my dad he's like if you're going to be an actor
0: you need to watch this show
1: because he's (laughs) performing like he's very pretentious
0: they sound like the opposite of my uh, opposite of my dad because he's always telling me to watch Mike and Molly he's like literally like it's Mike and Molly's ended like it's not on the air anymore but he's still watching reruns and he's always like calling me like do you watch Mike and Molly and every time I'm like no dad I do not watch Mike and Molly
1: I miss they love that one. They
0: love all those CBS shows that I hate. Like everybody
1: the, loves Raymond. Oh
0: yeah, he was just here recently, and he was him and my mom were telling me about how The Big Bang Theory nothing <laughs> will ever top it. Like they, <laughs> he's like that's the greatest show that's ever been on television, and he was like dead serious, no joke. He was like this, nothing will ever get better. Like they won't write anything funnier. Like that's the peak for Obsessed. comedy. Yeah. Oh, so you know what I noticed in the beginning of this movie is that this it feels so much like fall, right? Like the. Opening of the movie, it's like the town they live in. It just like feels like fall to me.
1: It was like brisk. Right. I had a fall candle going while I watched it.
0: <gasps> Which one?
1: It was like a glade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Classy. It was, yeah.
1: I left my diptyque candle at home. Does diptyque <laughs> even do a fall candle? Probably I mean, not. Probably
0: not. Probably not. No, no. <laughs> I go to Bath and Body Works and it's like my best day when I'm going to Bath and Body Works and they have a three wick candle sale. Uh.
1: I want to find a way to like put a Bath and Body Works candle in like a Joe Malone, like <laughs> like, 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 votive so that people yes. don't know how trashy I am.
0: Yes. I love that <laughs> idea. And also, the music in this movie is so, so good. I mean, that montage set against Faith Hill's This Kiss.
1: Oh my God. Impossible. This kiss. This kiss. Dear Jillian, today is our third anniversary. And all I
0: have to show for it are two beautiful little girls and a husband I just can't stop kissing. I don't even mind the beard. You texted me a video of this oh, I wait,
1: because I'm obsessed with that. That's well, my favorite part of the whole movie. Right.
0: When you were watching it, you sent me a video and I was just like warm. I got like so excited. I stopped everything. I was like, Oh my God, look at this clip.
1: Yeah. Sandra is like snatched, like walking down the street in those cowboy boots with conviction. Like I'm about to kiss this man yeah. and I already love him.
0: Right. They fell in love instantly.
1: Do you know like what it is with her being chased by the dogs? No. You should DM your witch friend and be like, what is it about, about <laughs> the dogs?
0: I know. I know. I need to get in touch so with her. So you would her. think it would
1: be like a gaggle of cats, but that's like less cute.
0: <laughs> you know, speaking of witches, this mm-hmm. is an aside, but I, do you know about brooms?
1: <laughs> oh. you no. Know? is it a TV show? <laughs> no.
0: On so, Freeform? As I was watching it, I was thinking like, why are witches associated with brooms, right? Right. So like back in the day, and this is the Cliff's Notes version of my Google search. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, they were used to make drugs- um and they would make like things called witches salves mm-hmm. and they would ingest them via the mucous membranes and so they would mix they, they would mix what they call a witch's salve and they would ingest it. it they found that the end of a broomstick not the broomy part but like the <laughs> other end they would put the drugs on that and like put that in their like armpits in their
1: you wow. know, rectums and stuff I literally thought of 13 Reasons Why Season 2 When you said, like, huh. the broom handle
0: I didn't watch that
1: but Don't Is it bad? There's the, just a really, like, messed up scene in the finale Involving the handle of a mob
0: I, <laughs> And there was I, not a witch's self I, on it I did not know this about witches And I, like, I swear to you I looked it up one source And then I was like, that has to be, like They're pranking me or something Yeah And then I looked up a bunch of sources It was even on Forbes
1: it, Well, then, it <laughs> must be true <laughs> <laughs> it was,
0: you know, you learn something new. Yeah. I should ask my witch friend about that. You should. You know, I knew a girl that was a witch in high school, and she was Wiccan, and she was so sweet. And I remember her telling me about – what's the term for it? Uh, is it Wiccanism? Is well, well,
1: just think of Carlton. Wicca. <laughs> when you knew that I was a Wicca.
0: Low-key, one of the best moments on Housewives when – uh, Carlton put a spell on Kyle's iPad like I don't think we talk about that moment enough like when it was like a storyline that Carlton put a spell on Kyle and I'm like come on how did we let that go
1: who's the best bring oh, Carlton best. back
0: justice for Carlton I was like yeah. she was giving us everything anyway I've always been fascinated by witchcraft I think it's it's interesting to me.
1: Oh, for sure. Oh my God. Wait, can I tell you really quick? I went to a birthday party last year. Yeah. Yeah, Throw those notes away. Um, I went to a birthday party last year. It was my best friend's birthday party. And she was like, I'm going to like invite a witch to give us all readings. And we're like amazing. She's like, I found her on Instagram, basically like Sheena Shea's wedding planner, like found her on Instagram (laughs) must be legit. Um, And I like got there early and I like decorated my friend's house, like all like witchy. And I was like super excited. And I was like the most lit. I'm like, like I respect the craft and, sure. this, and like psychics, all, all that spiritual, whatever. The dark arts. Yeah. The dark arts. <laughs> totally about it. Um, like give this girl a dark Mark. Yeah. Um, and, um, I was the, like one of the last people to get a reading. We like drew straws or something. And I sit down with her and she gives me a tarot card and she's like, um, it's not good. <gasps> and I was like, excuse me. Oh my God. Yeah. And she was like, I think a lot of your demons that you think you got rid of are coming back. And I was like, and I got, like, really sad. It, like, sure. was really upsetting. And then this, like, bitchy girl was like, oh, someone's upset because she didn't get a good reading." And I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I hate and, like, her. had like, a
1: confrontation at this girl's, at my best friend's birthday party over a witch.
0: Well, you know what? You're just like Kyle and Carlton. <laughs> 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 okay, so when we're introduced to these girls, it's, uh, it's Jillian, who's boy crazy from the jump, and then Sally, who's a nerd and wears glasses, played by Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. They take a blood oath to grow old together. Sally lives with her aunts, Francis and Jet, while Jillian goes off and fucks boys, I were <laughs> yeah. led to believe. <laughs> so we mentioned that this kiss plays. I love Faith Hill so much. Me too. That's another aside, but I think she's amazing. And I saw the soul to soul tour multiple times. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, Tim McGraw, they do like a it's soul to soul.
1: That's beautiful.
0: I know. There's like a lot, uh, what I remember most about it is like, they would put chairs next to each other and just sing one of their duets. Like they have all these duets. Yeah. It was real romantic. And I went with a girl once in high school. (laughs) I think like the first soul to soul tour was like back when I was in high school. Yeah. And I remember thinking like I'm in love with this girl. I wasn't. You were Spoiler in love alert. with the music. I was. I was mm-hmm. exactly. That's what touched me. Yeah. <laughs> so Sally falls in love with Michael, who was the love interest in in her shoes. Did you ever mm-hmm. see that movie?
1: He's the guy that people always forget, but he's in everything.
0: Right. He's so he's such a like a a boy next door handsome. Right. Totally. Wasn't yeah. he in
1: like suits or like one Probably. of those like TNT shows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Probably is suits TNT or USA. Who's to say? You know, I'm really upset about suits because that's where Katherine Heigl is now, and she's on suits. She's isn't she on suits?
1: I you know more about suits than I do.
0: <laughs> I thought you knew a lot about suits. I just like
1: Gabriel mocked. So this is a
0: suits pop dive, I, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I, led you, I led you to believe you're here for practical magic, but we're really doing a suits pop dive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> drooling.
0: That's what we're here for. Uh um, <laughs> uh Katherine Heigl. I think she's on that. I follow her on Instagram, and she was posting something about. Behind the scenes of Suits, and I knew she joined a USA show, but I thought it was USA, but maybe it's TNT. You know, mm. we might have to pause this and go check. But I, anyway, my point being, that, <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. I'm the worst. My guest point ever. being is that Katherine Heigel deserves more. Like, why did we relegate her to Suits? No offense to Suits watchers out there.
1: She was in that movie Unforgettable that I watched on Mother's Day, and it was so good amazing. with your mom. No, no. <laughs> I watched it with my sister.
0: It's a classic. I yeah. saw it in the theaters.
1: Oh my God. It was really good.
0: Yeah. It was, it's actually like the role that Catherine Igel's born to play. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Like, make your daughter cut her hair, you fucking bitch. I just
0: <laughs> hear, you know, Taylor do a <laughs> Wish
1: Upon a Star sequel. Give her another chance.
0: Give her another take. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Give her another take.
0: <laughs> so, the, okay. So, Jillian's off and uh, Sally has two little girls. What was I? Oh, I was going to say, do you remember that scene? One of my favorite scenes in Practical Magic is when Jillian's off at that pool party. Mm-hmm. and she's just like dancing with all those boys yeah and it's like to show us the audience that like she's loose and fancy free and she's like always around boys yeah. but it's like she's got a cigarette in her mouth and she's got those tiny little 90s glasses that are somehow back in style yeah, the
1: Hadiths are wearing them literally right now <laughs>
0: against my uh, my support of them i do mm-hmm. not like those little glasses Hate but them. she's wearing them she's dancing with a cigarette and there's just like all these boys around and they're all like oogling after her and i'm thinking like where are all the other women like why is she the only one right it looks like a gay pool party but like all the men want to sleep with her like what's going on
1: she's like like, i have a million friends i'm hanging by the pool i've i've got a million friends you you might say that life is perfect
0: her dancing, too. She's just doing this like weird like, like sexual gyration, grinding. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So then, uh, she, and she's with this guy who's like a monster. Right off the bat, we know he's a monster, right?
1: Fucking creep. I knew he was a monster when he's like, let's go to the bathroom together.
0: 100%. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking weird.
0: Right. He looks like someone you'd see at a Hollywood club, like a, like <laughs> would try to pick up a girl in a really creepy way. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Sally, who she hears that death beetle and she freaks out. And I, I posed this question in my notes for you. Would you fall in love if you had this curse? Like, would what would you do if your family had this curse and you knew that whoever you loved was going to die? What would you do? Would you would you be open to falling in love or would you just stop it?
1: I would be the Jillian. I'd be a floozy. Yeah, I would. I would have sex wh- mm-hmm. when and where I could find it. Pool party at a gay pool party. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't think I would um, allow myself to fall in love. No,
0: that's sad to me.
1: What what, what would you do?
0: You know, I think I would be, whatever I did, I'd be real dramatic about my decisions. Oh, same. I would, you know, make sure everyone knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I would be more of the Sally where I would fall in love. I'm like a old school romantic at heart. I
1: like am a, too, but I like to act like I'm a Jillian. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I definitely would try to fuck all those guys at the pool party. <laughs> That's something but I would do as then you would fall in love well. with Michael right? and then he would die. <laughs> right. I would like do both. I would like. Yeah. I would like, fuck all the men at the pool party and then I'd be like, i'd fall in love with one of those guys
1: that's true that's accurate maybe not michael but one of the
0: guys at the pool party probably yeah (laughs) so then uh, michael dies who's sally's man the father of her children and sally wants to bring him back from the dead but the ants say that no you can't because he'll come back as some other monster if you do yeah so she cries she brings the kids and they live with the ants now Mm -hmm. sally's kids The kids took the death pretty good.
1: They're like, yeah, we get to live with our aunts now.
0: Yeah, it was like their dad just died, and I felt like they were totally fine with it. Like, Sandra Bullock was under the covers, depressed, and the kids were just running around.
1: Yeah, they're like, time to go to school. Yeah. Let's go. And Evan Rachel Wood's in like that cute little beret. She's like, you slept in yesterday.
0: Do you know one of the girls is Evan Rachel Wood?
1: I just said that. Oh,
0: is that what you said? (laughs) That's why I bought that.
1: In a beret. I'm a good host. (laughs) Like I was just struck with this realization. <laughs> I
0: was thinking about that witch I DM'd.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, we have to pick her brain. Um, I oh. also think that, um, like, what are your thoughts? I'm not the host of this podcast, no, please. but what do your- like it better? What are your thoughts on, like, how they raised – the aunts raised Jillian and Sally to, like, eat, like, cake for breakfast and, oh. like, kind of just, like, not do homework. And then Sandra Bullock's, like, my girls will never do magic. They have to do their homework, like, after dinner. What way would you if you were the aunts?
0: Wow. Well, first of all, very irresponsible of the aunts to raise them <laughs> eating that way. And yeah. the fact that they ended up so thin. And so hot. Like, they're so thin. After eating that way, I mean, is a shock to the system. But I I don't think that – I would have been like Sally, too. I think I'm a Sally. Yeah. Truly, like, I would have raised my kids the opposite. And I think it's always interesting with families how they raise the kids either the same as their parents or opposite. There's usually mm-hmm. not really much of a middle ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what I also was talking about, someone recently, maybe you'll have uh, a take on this, mm-hmm. totally unrelated to Practical Magic, but I noticed that girls <laughs> have weird relationships with their moms. Uh-huh. Is it, do you find that to be true? Like contentious relationships?
1: Okay, I'm just an idiot. What do you like? Isn't that like it's like a tumultuous relationship? Like, like contentious? I, like they have issues with each other?
0: Yeah, like they have issues with like all the girls. Like my best girlfriends, they all have these weird relationships with their moms where they're they fight all the time and they're like these deep fights.
1: Yeah, they they of go. Of course, deep. not
0: everyone, but it's like a it's a different than the the girls' relationships with their dads, mm-hmm. who are, which is more surface, or guys' relationships with their moms even gay men with their moms are usually yeah. pretty good and, and normal.
1: Yeah. I and think normal's
0: not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think it happens when you're close with your mom because you, you're still women. So you know how to like push those buttons and mm-hmm. like go low. And you still like, I think when you straddle that like friend parent line is when things can get a little dark.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I was just, I noticed this like one of my girlfriends was having issues with her mom. Like they're in a huge fight. And I just thought every girl that I know has these, big brawl out fights with their mom where they won't talk for weeks or yeah, I know it's like every girl I know. So I know that's generalizing, but it was, I don't know. Interesting to me. Where were we? <laughs> oh, we talked, about, we talked about, yes. <laughs> so next season on suits we see in the preview, no. <laughs> they, uh, okay. So Jillian, she grabs a bottle of alcohol. She drives to meet Sally in the middle of the night. She shows up. I love this sister relationship. We talked a little bit about this between Nicole and Sandra. Uh, okay, so all the kids in this town, they torment Sally's kids. They sing that song, Witch, Witch, You're a Witch. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, it must be hard to be a witch.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Kids are cruel, oh,
1: Kids are awful. I almost like, I mean, this is going to be dark, but I almost like don't want to have them because I don't want to deal with like which Witches are to- kids both a kid a kid that's a witch. I don't want to deal with having to explain to a child like some people in this world are just fucking awful and they don't always get their come up sometimes they're hugely successful.
0: Yeah, I mean watching your kid get bullied I feel like would be so hard. Oh my god.
1: I got bullied so bad in
0: junior Did you? high. What do you what advice <laughs> whatever, what advice do you have for the kids listening? <laughs>
1: Learn, learn witchcraft and do a spell the way Carlton did on Kyle.
0: Put a, put a spell on all those kids' iPads,
1: or just like passive aggressively Instagram story about them, which I literally did all day yesterday.
0: Yeah. About the high school? <laughs> no. no, because school. my
1: boyfriend's ex girlfriend was being shady, so I was like, "I see you, bitch."
0: What was she doing?
1: I'm a mature adult.
0: Yeah. Of um,
1: she was just like DMing him and like texting him, like asking for favors, and I not sexual ones, just like favors, like
0: to get. Him to think about her a little bit. I think that's what yeah, I think. Yeah. He's like,
1: no, 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 and I was like, she has the audacity.
0: She, how dare she have the audacity to do that? <laughs> the
1: audacity. She doesn't
0: support other women. <laughs> She's she
1: just not. She does so I took a Ricky Thompson post and I put it on my story, and I hope she watches. She's been watching she my shit. She I'm will. like, I bet she want to know.
0: So and then there, there's this really weird, intense car scene between Sally, Jillian, and the, the evil man.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Angelo. Jimmy Angelo.
0: Jimmy Angelo. <laughs> I should have learned his name for this pop dive. <laughs> I was busy watching Suits. I
1: knew you were going to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was busy watching suits but i um they're i that's seen in the car so they're driving and then sally and jillian have a moment where they like connect with each other yeah like comes out of her body Yeah, she
1: like leans out she goes the belladonna is in my bag
0: and the, the belladonna is the poison
1: yeah and the mm-hmm. way they shoot it is like up, like top down like her eyes are really blue and piercing
0: right right and then they kill this man casual him, casual
1: murder <laughs> Honestly, do you think Jimmy Angelo deserved it? No,
0: he did deserve it. I think so. Would it? it <laughs> I know it's all done late last night. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask you this question. Who would you call to kill or bury an awful man?
1: Oh, my God. I love this.
0: That's a good question. Easy. My
1: best friend Clayton.
0: Yeah. He, so he would be the one. She, but yeah. She, she.
1: Isn't that a cool name for a I girl? I that name. Isn't that she? Yeah, Clayton. Yeah.
0: I. Okay. So she's who you would call to bury a body. And she wouldn't percent. judge you, she'd be like, okay, well, let's do it. Like, Fuck
1: no, she'd be like, he deserved it, and yeah. I will make sure that, like, nothing ever becomes mm. of this. And if we get caught, I will hire the best fucking lawyer, oh. you won't have to pay for a thing.
0: She sounds like a really good person. She's like, like, a like good Miranda friend. Hobbs. Yeah, no, that's good. You need a friend like that. I yeah. would call my best friend Jill. She would help me. Is she Jill asked- the one that
1: did the My Best Friend's Wedding Pop? Day? Yes. Love her.
0: She's the best. Oh, yeah. I love Jill. Hey, Jill. Love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in Boston now, and I miss her so much. But uh, we, lived in Ch- we lived in Chicago together and then here together.
1: Well, see you both at Sidetrack. Can't wait.
0: I know. We used to go to Sidetrack all the time. Of course. Oh, we had the best time. Uh, Margot Martindale is also in this movie.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
0: You don't know who Margot Martindale is?
1: I should. She was
0: in August Osage County. Did you see that movie?
1: I saw an original rehearsal of August Osage County, mm. the stage production in Chicago.
0: oh, I don't with my I pretentious father. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I only double. see the movie versions <laughs>
1: obviously. <days. laughs> Wait, no, who was she in August Osage County? She was
0: uh Merrill's sister
1: oh, oh yes. she works in the sh- in the shop, right, yeah. she's like Ann Dodd, but not Ann Dodd.
0: Oh, yeah. Perfect way she's, to describe her. She
1: should
0: be. <laughs> 100%. Like, that's the best way I've ever heard She's Aunt described.
1: Lydia's sister. <laughs> yes.
0: She's, she's amazing. And she works in that shop. Yeah. Uh, we also get a lot of, we get a lot of, like, random side character women. It's, like, so refreshing to see a movie populated with so many women. Like, even at the PTA meetings where they're all mean to Sally. Yeah. It was, like, we get a lot of female performances. And I was thinking about that. Like, even, like, extras in this movie, there's very few men. And the few men that there are... Or mostly evil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, like, to serve a or purpose. Love, or
0: love interests. It's like, evil or good.
1: You know, who's, like, the Judy Greer, like, scene stealer of this movie is the woman in the shop with the crimpy blonde hair who's like, yeah, 100%. man, they're witches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At the very end, too, I think it's her and Margot. They have these weird, <laughs> they're like, let's clean house. Yeah, like after let's they- <laughs>
1: clean house.
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. Where were we? Oh, we have to talk about Margarita Night mm-hmm. with the ants. So mm-hmm. they have this big... um. Is there a fly in here? <laughs> I'm like pig pen right now. I'm like sweating and there's flies around me.
1: I'm sweating too. because I'm laughing really <laughs> it's hard. It's in
0: here. Wait, I'll turn down the air. We'll edit this out maybe. Or maybe we won't. We'll keep it in for the viewer. For oh yeah, do you do it
1: from your phone? Yeah, I have a nest. Oh my God, that's what my boyfriend has.
0: <gasps> this, I, I, It's all Matt. Like my boyfriend installed everything in this house and I don't. I'm learning how to work at all.
1: Thank God that you're like dating a tech nerd. You know what I mean?
0: Thank God, but also curse it. Totally. Because it's also just so stressful. Like everything, I was trying to print something earlier and you have to like tell Alexa to turn. I can't even say it. I'm nervous to say it because she's going to hear me. But you have to tell her to turn on the printer. And then She's t- like
1: Jimmy Angela. And I'm like, why
0: can't I just press the fucking button? Like I don't want to have to t- call it out. Or when we go to bed at night, it's like you can't just press the fucking light switch. It's like, you know, Alexa, turn it all off.
1: <laughs> That's literally oh, how I feel.
0: It's the most stressful thing I'm in my like, life. Things
1: are easy enough with the button.
0: I know. Just give me a button. So <laughs> let me, I turned it down a little bit, but we'll turn it down a little more. So anyway, they margarita night, we have to talk about margarita night. So these women, the ants, they all grab the margarita and they get wasted. And I read that during filming, Nicole Kidman actually got cheap tequila and they got drunk off cheap tequila. Although here's the thing. I was watching it and I knew this fact in mm-hmm. my head and it didn't seem like they were actually drunk.
1: No, it seemed like they were playing drunk.
0: Right. The way like, I
1: did in high school.
0: Totally. I'm what was your what was your like fake drink of choice in high school? Oh
1: my god! Like, wait, what, wait, what do you mean?
0: Like, what did you pretend to drink, in high school? or or what did you drink in high school? Actually, I wasn't cool to to drink on? in
1: high school. Well, in in co- this is more college. Okay. I'm lying to you. I'm a liar. Okay. Wow, this is more. In
0: co- That's a wrap on Hannah. <laughs>
1: the audacity.
0: The suits pop dive is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's so,
1: in college i got drink a on, drunk on a lot of like sweet drinks it's you're drunk f-
0: do you remember when bethany said to dorinda you're yeah. drunk you're drunk sorry i, I
1: you're the to my dorinda
0: <laughs> you're drunk
1: <laughs> <laughs> i got drunk on like mike's hard margaritas mm-hmm. um moscato i'd love i was like i drink wine now and i drink like family size bottles of gallo family
0: I lived with a girl when I first moved to L.A., not my best friend Jill, but this other girl, and she would buy Arbor Mist, which is, like, the most disgusting thing in the world. Deep cut. It's all just, like, sugar. It's disgusting. And she would just, she would go to the store just for Arbor Mist.
1: Doesn't it have, like, a rooster on it?
0: Probably. Did you live in Hollywood? I lived in the Valley. No, I lived in Van Nuys. It was technically Sherman Oaks, but it was on Van Nuys Boulevard, which was tough. (laughs) Because
1: I'm just, yeah, I'm just imagining, like, a girl that lives in Hollywood, like, walking home with her bottle of Arbor Mist, like... I'm doing it. I moved to LA and I'm doing it.
0: Well, that was the case, except for it was the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> she was walking from the Ralphs yeah. on Van Nuys Boulevard to our apartment with her arbor mist and thinking I made it. And then she recently moved back to Ohio. But I love her. shout out to Katie for oh,
1: listening.
0: Shit. <laughs> I love you, Katie. <laughs> but uh, the, so that Marguerite and I—it's—it's it's such an iconic scene.
1: It's so good. I
0: mean, it's so good. The—it's—it's it's just so good. It's and just. They, ex- Oh, sorry. No, go you on. go. I was just gonna say the thing I love most about it is they say the meanest things to each other. In any other movie I think that would have caused more of like a blow up fight, but they're saying mean things to each other and laughing about it, which do you know is, what I, mean? I
1: think more realistic, right? Like my friend didn't pick up my FaceTime call the other day. And I was like, call me back. You fucking bitch. Oh, or yeah. I'm going to like kill your dog. <laughs> or like I said something really <laughs> fucked up. And he's like, I'm in rehearsal, bitch. I'll talk to you later.
0: I do the same thing. Like when my best friend, if she Jill, when she doesn't answer my phone calls, like I say the meanest things yeah. I, either on her voicemail or just when I'm too lazy to go through with the voicemail and I just hang up and I'm like, God, I fucking hate, you. yeah like,
1: how dare you how
0: dare you not answer my calls um
1: no the, the margarita scene is so good i do agree instead of an august osage county fight they're literally just like hee hee he, like you're old ha you're yeah. a slut also they made braids so cool in this movie there's so
0: many braids in this so movie.
1: so many braids and like long thick braids and like i like to think they're not wearing extensions like it's not like a blake lively braid where you know that there's all this like fake hair i like to think it's their real
0: hair speaking of blake lively who do you think i was going to ask you this later but we're jumping in now who do you think if they were to remake this, <gasps> who would be like the leads? Who would be the Sandy and the Nicole? Okay. Wouldn't it be great? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm Tell answering me. first. Tell me. <laughs> you go. I'll just answer this that I think wouldn't it be great if Sandy and Nicole played the ants? I Although, would say, that be confusing? That I was going to
1: say, I want Lisa Kudrow to play an aunt. Yeah,
0: I like that idea.
1: Yeah, like Lisa Kudrow and Courtney Cox.
0: And Margot Martindale. No, <laughs> it's a friends reunion in Practical <laughs> yeah. Magic. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then like Jennifer Aniston gets to play one of the young women. She could play
0: Margot Martindale. <laughs> yeah. She would, Jennifer Aniston would just work in the shop because <laughs> her filming, she doesn't have enough time to film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Who would play the young girls?
1: Okay, I think it would be like... Rachel Brosnahan as Sandy.
0: Who's Rachel Brosnahan?
1: Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I know her oh, from okay. high yeah, school, yeah, yeah. and I'm just accepting that she's a star now, and I'm not. So I'm going to give her the role.
0: No, I like her.
1: Yeah, she's very yeah. talented.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so Hannah, who, besides Rachel, okay. Rachel would play the Sandy character? I,
1: oh, no, no, actually, no. I'm okay. going back. She would play the Jillian. Okay. Because, like,
0: are we saying it right? Is it Jillian or Gillian? Because now I'm questioning.
1: I think it's Jillian because the whole You're movie, right. she's okay. like, Jillian, Jillian. Jillian, Jillian. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. okay, so, okay, so Rachel Brosnahan as Jillian. And then, um, I feel like because I just saw a simple favor, I'm going to give Anna Kendrick Sandra. Oh,
0: interesting. That that makes sense. I mean, simple. It could be, it could be Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. That's what came to mind when you said Blake Lively. I was like, oh, they could remake it. I don't. Why oh, yeah, wouldn't yeah. want that? But
1: Blake would be the Jilly for sure.
0: I would also love maybe like a, a one of them. Well, it couldn't be a boy because the whole movie's about women. Yeah. Like I would love a gay. I'd love oh, to be totally. cast. I would, I'm um, so what I'm saying is I would love to be cast as Sandra Bullock.
1: Wait, no, literally while you were saying earlier how much you love her I was like you look like you could be her brother. So we Anna, should
0: I'm wet. We should write a sequel <laughs> yeah, called just, I, I've never been more happy.
1: I just honestly hoping you'll wow. bring me on again. I'm giving you compliments.
0: Wow. No, oh my god, keep them coming. Um, I would love that.
1: And we'll I will write personally write a sequel called <laughs> Sally's Brother: The Reckoning. Oh my God. And you can start. I'm it.
0: seriously wet. Yeah. <laughs> I need a diaper. And I'll
1: play like the lady version of Jimmy Angelo and you'll have
0: to kill me. In this situation, who's playing Margot Martindale's character? <laughs> Someone from Suits?
1: <laughs> Gabriel Mocked.
0: <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about uh, uh, the sequel. So we mentioned the sequel. Mm-hmm. Let's just, we'll cut through some of the movie later. Yeah. But okay, so did you know that there's like a book sequel? What? Okay, so there's this book sequel. So let me find in my notes. It was, so this is based off a book. I don't know if you know that.
1: I I think I it was the first time I noticed it in the credits.
0: Right. So the book sequel just came out last year. I believe it's called Rules of Magic. And I bought it. I own it on my Kindle. haven't read a word. I bought it when it came out because Reese Witherspoon picked it as a book club pick. Uh. <laughs> but I did some research into the book after watching this movie just so we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's about the ants. So it's sort of like a prequel. Love. So I think like Reese, she must have bought the rights to the book, right? Do you think she's going to do like a big little lies? I think she's plotting something. She's
1: and but she works with Nicole. Like, is Nicole going to reprise her role?
0: Hannah, your mouth to God's ears. (sighs) I don't know. I I know that she picked it as a book club pick, and the book is well received. However, it is a prequel about the ants, so like it would have to be. I don't know. They would have to do younger versions of, mm-hmm. I don't know, unless they flash forward or something. I don't think the movie was successful enough to warrant a sequel, but I feel like they could do a prequel or something.
1: Or I just really hope they don't do like what they were trying to do with Heathers, where they're like, we're going to make it like young and hip, like right. put it on the CW or something. Like, like no.
0: Right. Well, you know, they tried TV versions. In 2004, Warner Brothers and CBS produced a show called Sudbury, and they did a pilot With Kim Delaney in the role as Sandra Bullock and Jerry Ryan in the role played by Kidman, I feel like both those women are on suits, right? Oh, a
1: thousand percent. (laughs) And also the the fact that it didn't work out because the name was Sudbury.
0: Well, I guess like, and I didn't even know this, but the series was named after Sudbury, Massachusetts, the location of the novel and film. Oh. But anyway, it wasn't picked up. And then in 2010, Warner Brothers and ABC Family attempted to develop a reboot television series, but that never went anywhere.
1: ABC Family, what did I fucking tell you?
0: Freeform. I know, we don't need a Freeform thing. We don't. Although they did a witch show, which is Eastwick. It was like a good show and it was got it? canceled. Was that ABC or ABC Family? No, no. I don't know.
1: Who's to say?
0: Where were we? Um, okay, in this movie, <laughs> Margarita Night, we talked about. Mm-hmm. A lot of spooky stuff starts to happen. They buried that body. And the ants eventually find out about Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And then they leave. They're like, you guys got to figure this out on your own. And then all the spooky stuff starts happening. So the roses grow overnight. The girls, the young girls, they see Jimmy like silhouettes of him. Creepy. It's very creepy. hanging out by the
1: rose bushes.
0: And then the detective comes to research this death.
1: Aiden Quinn. Aiden
0: Quinn. My problem with Aiden Quinn is not, I like, he's a stud, right? But doesn't he sort of resemble Jimmy a little too much?
1: I think he's literally like a Jimmy Michael hybrid. Uh-huh. Like her dead husband, Michael
0: Interesting I, I'm just realizing this all now
1: He's so grizzled Yeah Like he's like the, the mom crush of the century Totally I, I like him better in Benny and June when he's a little skittier and more boyish
0: who, If you were picking Sexiest Man Alive, who would you choose?
1: Just like in general? In like general. right now?
0: Well, we'll do two versions of this If you had to choose from the cast of Practical Magic <laughs> <laughs> And then also in general
1: Okay, Sexiest Man in Practical Magic is Michael, hands down Sure Sexiest man alive, Adam Scott.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I think he's a hot what? piece of ass. Yeah,
0: he's really a like also just a great per- like a great personality.
1: Yeah, a thousand
0: percent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: He's my hall pass.
0: You know what I'm saying? Okay, I like that. I like. Wait, what choices. about you? I I don't know. Maybe like a Henry Cavill, sexiest man alive. Okay. And then from this movie, I'd say Michael too. Okay, yeah,
1: great. We agree. Movie.
0: Yeah, you know, because I just love Michael from In Her Shoes so much. Like I'm yeah. in love with him. So the te- detective comes and he falls in love with Sally. There's a speech, too, I just want to highlight. Jillian gives a speech to Sally's daughter about spinning and falling in love. Do you ever put your arms out and spin and spin and spin really, really fast? She does it all the time. She does? Well, that's what love is like. Makes your heart race. It turns the world
1: upside down. But if you're not careful, if you don't keep your eyes on something still, you can lose your balance, you know? You you can't see what's happening to the people
0: around you. You uh you can't see that you're about to fall. I <sighs> mean, is that not the most is that not the most amazing speech you've ever heard?
1: I got like goosebumps. Me too. And it's I It's beautiful. I've seen this movie so many times and rewatching it, I like got goosebumps. I cried at the end, like I was like emotional.
0: Totally. I mean that speech in general, like that touches me, warms my soul. It's like great writing, great acting. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, the little girl says to Jillian, she says, don't be sad and Jillian, I won't let you fall. I mean, <sighs> like, come on. That should win some sort of writing awards.
1: Right. Ugh.
0: So Sally falls for the detective. Jillian leaves. The ghost of Jimmy arrives. Mm-hmm. The soul takes over the evil soul. Jimmy's soul takes over Jillian's body. Literally rude. <laughs> so,
1: like, can so you fucking, fucking not?
0: I know. It's like everything was like going OK. And it was like we got all these women back together again. The family. Everyone's and having
1: fun. Everyone's
0: having a good time. It's like Margot is happy.
1: <laughs> as, as long as Margot's happy, I'm happy.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, there's they need to do an exorcism. And the ants have just right at the nick of time.
1: Nick of time.
0: Nick of time. So they have to call other women to help do the exorcism. So who are they going to call? The PTA.
1: Yeah. And the PTA, yeah, it's it's kind of a conflict of interest because they've been bullying Sally this entire time. And they're like, your daughters are witches. They gave my son chicken pox. Like, blah blah blah. And then they need them. And the women are like, I guess I'll do it. But they're all like really fucked excited
0: oh yeah one of them when she gets off the phone she's like sally just came out
1: yes i I loved
0: that yeah it was cute cute. and that's why gays love this movie that one line and the pool party (laughs) (laughs) that gets us on board (laughs) icons when picking a commerce platform for your business you have two choices frustration ah or (laughs) sales i prefer (laughs) don't you That's the sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Now, Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity, no matter how big, you grow, step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like here at Everything Iconic. We use this as well, but also Ruggable, Allbirds. I love my Allbirds. I love my Ruggable. Brooklyn and so many others. I can say from experience, it's really easy to use. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate everything over super easy and conveniently. And I feel like after months of hard work creating the look and feel of your brand. It can be soul-crushing when your commerce platform makes it blend in with the rest, but when you switch to Shopify, you'll regain control of your brand's look and store functionality thanks to stylish, no-code themes, truly cannot be easier customizations, and advanced shopping features that keep your customers coming back. So stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic all lowercase that's one month for just one dollar at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify.com slash (laughs) everything iconic so uh then there's a lot of frogs too when they're doing the exorcism are you scared of frogs because i am
1: wait are you scared of I was going to tell you, yeah. I have like a phobia. Me too. I have like an Aviva dresser frog phobia. Oh
0: my God, Hannah, me too. I was watching this and I, the little girls were like carrying that garbage bag full of frogs. And I thought, uh, I literally said out loud. I was like, if I was cast as that actress, I wouldn't do it. I would yeah. refuse.
1: Sorry, I'm not going to be taking this project. And your agent would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Danny? And you'd be like the frogs.
0: Frogs. Frog scene. Either hire a double or I'm not doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
1: <laughs> I was in Big Bear over the weekend and there was like a little like frog statue. And it was like looking up at the sky. And I was in the hot tub and I was like... Is that? I'm sorry. Is that a real friend?
0: I need to get out of here. And
1: it was like frozen for like a long time. My boyfriend was like It's a statue. They are
0: so unpredictable, though. Like, I feel like you never know what they're going to do. They're always, you just don't know what they're thinking.
1: No, you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know where they're going to hop. Like, okay, I had this traumatic experience. You can edit this out.
0: Also, no, we're not editing it out. People need to hear this. (laughs) But also, their jumps are unpredictable, too.
1: You don't know where they're going to go, how high, where, like, horizontal, vertical.
0: Yeah. And when you think they're going one way, they're going the other.
1: (laughs) And their legs are so. Just like the cast
0: of suits. (laughs) <laughs> I think they're one things happen and then they swerve. Anyway, um, what's your story about frogs?
1: Okay. I, when I was 16, I went to overnight camp. It was my last year as a camper. And as your last year as camper, you have to go on this like seven day canoe trip in Canada called the Canadian. Sure. And it was really like physically challenging for me. And we had gotten like a pep talk from the camp director before we left. Like guys, like make sure you're like lending a helping hand like take your ego out of this like if if we the campsite needs help like just jump in so it's like the second night and we're on this like beautiful like cliffside like campsite and they're like who wants to walk down to the water and wash the dishes And i was like i'll do it so i put on my little like headlamp and i'm like waddling down to the water and i have my headlamp in, and i'm washing the dishes for like nine people and i just like look and i see like a frog staring at me and then i look up and there's another and there's another and then they're all in the shells and they're all just staring oh God, at me Hannah. watching me wash the dishes and i just freak the fuck out and i like take them all with me and run up the hill and i hear a r- rustling in the trees there was
0: a frog climbing
1: the tree next to me like
0: <gasps> oh like my god climbing they the tree. sense your fear yeah and I, like, ah! you. and I was like
1: and i was like like shaking my like life vest out like making sure there wasn't like a frog like in my pants
0: you know if they would have kept carlton on for another season this would have been a storyline like <laughs> carlton would have had some frogs chase after kyle i'm certain of it
1: and you know kyle's afraid of frogs
0: 100 percent totally which i get i yeah. am too Okay, so then they do the exorcism. There's, uh, you know, eventually the soul, evil soul comes out of Nicole Kidman. Mm -hmm. And the girls, uh, Margo Martindale and that other quirky girl, after this evil soul turns to Ash, Uh the one girl says, um, I wonder if that would work on my ex-husband yeah and then Margot says come on ladies let's clean house and it's just like so like, like come on ladies yeah it's
1: just, it's, it's a truly like, feminist tale it's a feminist celebration totally yeah sure. i love that woman her one line i wonder if that would work on my ex-husband with her pigtails what is with the fucking pigtails and braids
0: <laughs> so many braids
1: god
0: <laughs> so then eventually sally ends with the guy at the end but really this is a love story between sisters <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and then we finally end. It's Halloween night. The witches are all on their roof and everyone's watching them. And they're against a green screen, a very obvious green screen. Really? <laughs> and then the movie ends with always fall in love whenever you can. And I'm a beautiful story.
1: So stunning. Doo, 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 doo. So
0: stunning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll stop.
0: No, please keep going. Um, yeah. One more.
1: <laughs> I, I love when Nicole Goodman is on the roof and she like, narrows her eyes. She like, tries to look scary and it's like, Jillian, like, you're a good witch.
0: If you ever want a good laugh, like go look up promotional images from Practical Magic on Google Image. And there's, there's a lot of, like, really dramatic ones of, like, Nicole laying on Sandra's lap. And then there's ones of them in, like, with these witch costumes. Ooh.
1: It's like an Anne Geddes shoot, but with, like, grown women.
0: Totally. totally. Like, instead
1: of naked babies.
0: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> also, Nicole, we should mention, went on to play a witch and Bewitched.
1: She did. And, you know, I didn't like
0: that movie as much. You know, I re- I watched it recently for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think I went in with such low expectations. And, um, look, it was not good. Mm-hmm. But I also loved it.
1: <laughs> You're like, but also, I'm going to do a pop dive about um, it next we're doing week. doing
0: a pop dive. About it. Yeah, like I somehow loved it. I don't think Will Farrell should have been cast in it. Like he was very miscast. Mm-hmm. But Nicole's kind of cute and there's like, I don't know, it's it's kind of cute. What's your fave Nicole Kidman movie? Ooh, fuck. She's been in some good ones.
1: She's been in I feel like I'm not even remembering all of them after the I'll top give my you head. some. I wrote yeah. them down to Thank die you.
0: to die for, mm-hmm. Lion, uh-huh. which was recent, that was good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Batman Forever, mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. Shh. The others, Cold Mountain, Cold Mountain, like I, it's not a movie that I would typically love, but I, I love seen it. it. It's like kind of batshit crazy. Like Renee Zellweger, her accent work in that movie is all <laughs> like, <laughs> love. and I think she did. She win an award for that one. I think she won the Academy Award, but her accent work is batshit insane. She plays as like no nonsense, like she's always got a gun and she's talking like kind of cock or how do you say that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's, it's just crazy.
1: I always confuse that with winter's bone because I feel like the covers mm-hmm. are similar and yeah. I don't know. In my mind, it's the same movie.
0: Very different movies. Okay. But. Well,
1: <laughs> my favorite is Moulin Rouge or the others.
0: Yeah. The others is good. Others I can't watch that. I'm not, I'm a little mentally unstable for that, but I have seen it.
1: Oh my God. It's really scary when that old lady's like, why do you remain in this house? Sorry. You're like, I'm I'm unstable. And I'm you like, know, oh, I'm going to quote it.
0: You know, what just came to mind was Michelle Pfeiffer, Queen Michelle Pfeiffer in What Lies Beneath.
1: Like, <gasps> I uh, love that movie. What is, what
0: is from the trailer that line like, but I'm not your wife. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes.
1: Yes. Wait, is it like, why do I think it's Amber Valletta in that movie?
0: It's not. It's Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: No, no, no. The ghosty.
0: Oh, maybe it is.
1: Oh my God! Rob's Valletta's
0: sister. Oh my God! Rob, <laughs> uh, famously, can hang a TV in seven minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, his claim to fame. Um, yeah, I love what. Oh Lies wait, no,
0: Beneath. Rob. Rob was the one. Okay, yeah, Rob. Yeah. My
1: favorite part in What Lies Beneath is where she goes up to that guy who ended up being completely not involved in the crime, and she's like, "Don't give me that shit! You killed your wife!" And then it's like totally a red herring.
0: <laughs> I'm not your wife. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think she's starting to
0: suspect something your wife <laughs> Harrison <laughs> Ford is so hot in that movie too. Yeah, and then like, he's, he's like a 75 and he's still so hot. Spoiler I alert. just saw all the Indiana Jones movies for the first time. I binge binged them all in a weekend. Oh my God. And he's never been hotter than when he's I think it's part 2. I mean like perfect man in that movie. Oh. It, the movie's problematic for its racism, but. <laughs>
1: That's neither here nor there. That's
0: neither here nor there. It's him, looks wise, in that movie is fantastic.
1: It's just every rugged man you've ever. Like, he's just like what you think of when you think of like a rugged man who could like save you. And totally. the movie Phoenix plays him young, which just like right, fits because right. he's hot too. I was. I mean,
0: uh, the the last movie, the most recent one was terrible, but I watched them all in a weekend. and it was great. great. Favorite Sandra Bullock movie?
1: Uh, Miss Congeniality.
0: Mm, Literally you knew that woke off the top. up this
1: morning walked into my living room while my roommate made breakfast and i was like from sea to shining sea sure, like sure. lady li-
0: miss congenial is so good
1: it's so good she S- reigns over yeah.
0: also, <laughs> also such a great Leon locken vehicle
1: oh my god a thousand percent.
0: i love a lot of sandy's movies i love the net i was obsessed with when i was younger mm-hmm. the proposal's good Ocean's Eight was good. Two weeks' notice is maybe my favorite.
1: What about Forces of Nature?
0: Oh, classic, Ben. So good.
1: I have it on DVD. Yet. I think Bandra, I'm the only person.
0: Did they have names back then? For each Wait, of, like Bandra? Weren't were they, they dating? dating? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Bandra. Bandra. Love. <laughs> love. <laughs> uh, two weeks' notice is my favorite, but I also love um, the Lake House. Did you ever see that?
1: Oh my God! Is that the one where with Keanu where they put like notes in the
0: mailbox? It's a time traveling romance, which I'm on <laughs> board for any time traveling romance. Like the Time Traveler's Wife, I love, but. When I say I love that movie, I mostly mean the trailer. Like, when I'm in the mood, I'll watch the trailer on YouTube. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, because who has two hours to watch The Time Traveler's
0: I've five? only seen the movie once. Yeah, But I I tell people I love it, because I watch the trailer <laughs> at least, like, three times a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's got a... I don't know. It's got that, um, that one song... Uh, by Lifehouse that I really love. Oh my God. But I feel like you get everything from the trailer. You know what I mean?
1: It's it's all you need.
0: Like you get all the emotions. I
1: mean, absolutely.
0: But And 28 Days when she was an alcoholic. That's a great movie.
1: Oh yeah. That was like her edgy role. That was like mm-hmm. her butterfly effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Hope Floats, of course. <gasps> uh, Wait, how could I
1: forget? Oh how my God. That forget? first scene is so fucked up.
0: Like the talk show scene? Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you watch The View every night. So can you uh, yeah. imagine? Like okay. someone was like, Danny, you're going to be on the View, and you're sitting down. You're like, yay! And then it's like, oh, your your boyfriend's with your best friend now.
0: I think I would still love it just because I was. If I was like sitting next to Joy Behar, I'd be fine with anything that happened. Uh-uh. Like, it, whatever happened after that, wouldn't care.
1: And then it cuts to the geeky daughter crying in the audience. I know it's so, so sad. sad. Harry
0: Connick Jr. Speaking of studs, I mean him in that movie. Uh-huh. okay Okay, hannah this is it we talked for a while any other final thoughts on practical magic honestly any other final thoughts on suits
1: (laughs) (laughs) gabriel mocked if you're ever divorced hit me up you're a hall pass too Mm -hmm. um no i just want to say i don't want to alienate your listeners and um guys please feel free to listen to brown knight unicorn if, if please if i don't alienate you um but um I was going to say, oh, I think Practical Magic is better than Hocus
0: Pocus. You know, I think, I think they're for two different moods, but I sort of agree with you. I love Hocus Pocus too, though. I do love Hocus Pocus. It's just, it's like a, you know, that's your young Halloween movie. This is for grownups. Yeah. This is for adults.
1: This is for (laughs) Carlton.
0: (laughs) Carlton. And on that note, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, Hannah, where can people find you on social media?
1: At Hannah A. Brown, H-A-N-N-A-H-A. BROWN on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Okay, so please follow Hannah. Follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Please join the Everything Iconic Facebook group. Uh, I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this show. Please head on over to Patreon for bonus episodes of the show. It's patreon.com slash Everything Iconic. For $4 or more per month, you get access to all of the bonus episodes. Plus, you're helping to support this podcast. So people yeah. should do it, right? Like, Yes. <laughs> do it. Hannah, thank you so much. I, I had a great time talking about suits. <laughs> I love you all so much for listening Um, Kisses (laughs) Happy Halloween Thanks Danny